What's up, guys? It's Quentin Griggs. I'm out here hanging out with Rob on Front Row Life. All right, Quentin, what's up, man? I uh, I was just telling Katie um, that I came across you last year, I believe, on TikTok, and then you released your debut single, Chaos, and then I was like, I yeah, need man. to stick around with this guy. Like, this guy is sick. Um, so... I, I mean, like even early on, you were already grabbing everybody's attention. Um, what, what, how do you feel like TikTok helped you kind of discover who you are as an artist or the kind of sound that you wanted to work with? Yeah, man. You know, um, honestly, man, during the whole social media thing, um, honestly, it really did help me find myself. It really helped me figure out um, in life, like what I liked about myself and what I didn't. <laughs> So like during the whole social media thing, um, honestly, man, wasn't really like the best time for myself and my like my own personal, like how I felt about myself. Because um, like I was I was always constantly, you know, having to put on a, um, a fake persona or a fake smile all the time. I couldn't always be myself, you know, and then um, around around, let's see, about a a year and a half ago, around November of what, 2021, I got into the studio for my very first time and um, fell in love with it, man. It was like, I could finally, I finally had an outlet or something that made me comfortable in being myself and not, and like being able to express myself without getting like anxious or, or all these different things. And, you know, once I once I found that and got into the studio for the first time, man, I kind of really just stepped back from social media and, and, and dove into the to the music and, and my new self, you know, um, and this is where we are now. Um, two singles out. Crazy Devotion just come out. We got another single coming out uh, next month. Signed to 300 and. On the road. <laughs> That's amazing. And I, and I love the yeah. fact that your first studio session was with Eric Ron. I feel like that's the yeah. best like starter, uh, yeah. not yeah. even a starter. Cause that guy's a big deal. Like he is legit, okay. but I feel like he's, he's the best one to kind of start that, uh, that artist process, artist experience, right. studio experience with just because he's been around for so long. He's worked with artists, both small mm -hmm. and big. So, you know, how do you feel like he helped you kind of understand the situation you were in and understand you as an artist. Cause that that's different too. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, all shouts out to Eric, man. I think honestly, man, Eric, he, he really, he's like, he's really the person that made me fall in love with rock music. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, honestly. Cause I'm honestly until, until Eric, man, um, like rock wasn't wasn't the biggest part of of my life growing up like you know music wasn't until well yeah rock wasn't a big part you know i loved music but i didn't know that i wanted to make rock music until i got in with eric and he was like playing all the instruments and i was like oh this is like this is real shit like this is there's real emotion that goes into this shit so that's so sick. And then uh, mm -hmm. once you once you finish working with him, you jump on board with John Fellman for the new uh, the yep. new single Crazy yep. Devotion. Um, you know, obviously, it's two different producers, two different dynamics. Uh -huh. How you know, what was the reasoning to going uh, to John Fellman for this new single? You know, man. 
constantly as 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 I as I grow as an artist, you know, um, the music has changed over over the sound. The music sound has changed over the course of a year and a year and a half, however long it's been, because I've just trying been finding my lane in the music. And you know, Eric Eric helped me do that. Um, <sighs> Cause you know, with Eric, I was making like it was more punk, trappy. Like, you've heard chaos, you know, and, and you know, with with John Feldman, it was just like, like at that point, my biggest inspirations were like Story of the Year, The Used, um, and all those all those early two thousands guys, and and I knew that John had had a lot of history with those guys, and you know, I just wanted to try it out and see what what would come from it so <laughs> so as as you go into the writing session uh for crazy devotion like what really kick-started that writing process for you like was it an initial melody that you had or was it like a lyric or an idea that you had in mind oh, okay there we go okay yeah crazy yeah that session was fun man um that was i think we did crazy devotion within four or five hours the whole song Damn. yeah man um it was me John Feldman and Pete Wentz. It was just us three. Um, I walked in, they were already there. I walked in and they were, or John looks at me and he was like, Hey man, what do you like? What do you want to write about? And like I said, at the time, my biggest inspirations were story of the year, the youth, you know, shit like that. And I was like, yeah, man, I've been like this song. It's called until the day I die by story of the year. I was like, this song is like really like speaking to me right now. And John looks up and he goes, dude, you know, like, you know, I worked on that track. And I'm like, what the, bro? Like, what? Because, yeah, it was just crazy. And he was like, he was like, yeah, man, like, we can totally do something like that if you if you're like down to do it. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm, I came in saying I want to do it. Let's do it. So um, John started building the track. At the time, I was going through some pretty crazy stuff in a relationship in my personal life. So me and John or me and Pete Wentz just sat in the corner and wrote and within and 30 minutes to an hour we were recording and a couple hours later it was done. <laughs> it all just kind of fell in perfectly. It's quite the coincidence. I recently just messaged uh, Dan. I was like, dude, I need a new story of the year record. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in need of you guys right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, so, hey, I actually, I, I think um, them and John are actually cooking some shit up. So I mean, <laughs> it, it's about time to go back to John. Like it's been, it's been some time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's so sick. So, you know, that process, that writing process with you and Pete, like, was it something that you both kind of had to learn to understand each other's process or did you feel like it was, it was very natural? Like it just kind of flowed between the two of you. You know, well, honest, you know, I've, I've not, I met Pete before, before that, before that. So me and him had already had like a, like a little relationship going. So it was kind of just me and him bouncing off of each other. Like, yeah, throwing ideas out and seeing what was, what was good and not. <laughs> Yeah. So during this writing process, what do you feel like was challenging during during the actual writing process, not the recording mm -hmm. process of it? You know, I've always, always have trouble. Um, that's the reason why, why I make music. Um, growing up, I've always and even in this interview, you can kind of tell I always have trouble um, coming up with what I actually am thinking, like figuring out how to how to say it and speak what I'm thinking. I've always struggled with that. 
So music has helped me with that. And that's honestly one of the hardest things in the studio for me. It's just like when it comes down to that, like being able to open up and shit. But, um, you know, the studio, it's, it's, it's helped me so much, so much. When I get in the studio, like most of, most of my shit goes out the window and it all just flows out, you know? So, yeah, that's the most challenging part. Do you think that's uh that's due to vulnerability or is it just trying to find the right words to to kind of to kind of get that emotion out? Yeah, it's def- definitely just finding the right words. Yeah. Now, as far as like you jumping into the actual recording booth and and doing your vocals, like do you feel like vulnerability plays a role at all or is that something that you don't even think about? Oh, you just man. record yeah. what you record. In the booth, man, I don't even Yeah, everything goes out the window. I'm just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you coming from that like pop punk kind of like genre, like growing up with like story of the year, as mentioned, the used, and then doing this kind of rock music that you're doing now, like, do you feel like you had to learn different ways of singing, like different ranges, different dynamics? Like what was that process like for you kind of discovering your voice? Oh yeah, man. You know, I study everybody around me. I study all the people that came before me when it whether it be frank sinatra elvis to i don't know vince neil from motley Crue and robert from led zeppelin like all their voices i studied all of them all the ranges and notes that they hit and i'll sit in my room home or in the studio and just sing like i just sing to myself in the mirror or whatever and find different notes that i never knew i could hit so (laughs) yeah do you feel like there's like a a comfort range for you uh when you're recording vocals what do you mean a a comfort range like a like do you have this particular range where you feel like your voice is comfortable you're not like going too high or too low like have you kind of discovered that uh during the process 100 yeah and is that the range like when you first write music is that the range that you initially go to when you're writing the lyrics trying to kind of test out the sound or the style one thousand percent yeah so it's cool that, again, you've had these like great experiences with these great producers and, and great uh, artists as well to kind of collaborate like early on in your career. How do you feel like they've helped you navigate in order to kind of create your own sound instead of sounding like, you know, certain artists? Man, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do any of this, any of this shit without the producers and songwriters that, I, that I've worked with. Um, they've took what I see in my brain and the image and just made it into like this beautiful thing. I don't, I don't honestly, like that's something that I honestly will not be explained. That's something that like, I don't understand how people, how some people can do is, is turn an image into something real. And that it is, it, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome now you mentioned that there is uh, a new single in the works like is it around the same realm as what we've heard so far or are you giving us a different kind of style and sound yeah this um this next single i'm so i'm so excited for it to come out because um like with with the punk rock and everything like that um you know there are a lot of people doing it you know it's a little it's a little saturated right now so my main goal and really since I started making it is, is how I could differentiate myself from everyone else and have my, 
make my own lane and make my own sound. So um, that was another thing I dove into whenever I backed off of social media was um, was that kind of stuff. And this next song, man, is I'm so excited for it because it's it's um, it's re- it's just me, honestly. Um, it's like a mix of early hair metal meets to early 2000s, like Motley Crue meets Story of the Year. It's like a perfect mix. Of- and it's what I've been trying to capture in my music for the longest time now. And we finally did it. And I cannot wait for it to come out because once it comes out, we're we're in it, man. <laughs> we're going. Yeah. So out of curiosity, is this single uh, is the producer for this doc? Yeah, man. Shout out. Oh, shout yeah. out and shout out Colin Britton. He's a that man is a one man an army i swear <laughs> like he is, is talented so are you are you like do you have a list of producers that you like really want to work with because i feel like you're nailing like a lot of my favorite producers at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so it's like are you i mean are you actively trying to work with these people or it just so happens that these opportunities are happening for you you know there i i've I ask all the time when I'm getting in the studio again with them, with Colin, like I'm constantly like, yo, Gab, yo, man, when we, when we get in the studio with Colin again, man, <laughs> I, yeah, man, I love, I love Colin and, and John Feldman, man, they're, they're legends. <laughs> That's so dope. I'm excited to hear what this new music is going to sound like. Um, <laughs> and at the oh, same time, do you feel like you've already, you know, your sound or do you feel like you're still trying to discover, you know, oh, when, who, who or was, what Quentin's all about? One thousand percent. I think we. Um, I feel like comfortably saying now that we found that I've found the sound and what it is with this new with the new music that's about to come out. So yeah, yeah. so stoked. <laughs> that's exciting, man. And uh, again, like congratulations with the recent signing with Three Hundred. Like, how did this kind of happen for you? And um, what did you? I mean, what was the reasoning behind you wanting to be part of this team as well? Yeah, man. You know, honestly. I I have I have no clue how the how the label side of things work. I don't know how they found me. I don't I don't really understand that kind of stuff. But you know, speaking to all the different labels, three hundreds, they they Jeff really showed Jeff Finster, um, my A and R at three hundred, he really showed like well, really the whole team. They just showed so much interest and and whenever I told them what I wanted to do and the image that I saw, they were the ones that really understood it and knew it. And like, were saying the things that I would say myself, you know? So I was like, these guys get it. They get the image. Let's, let's just hit the road with it. And here we are. <laughs> Congratulations with that. Uh, I got to put it out there. Hopefully the next producer after these three singles is Zach Servini, just because that's another <laughs> producer that I definitely look, look up to. And <laughs> coming it's coming soon <laughs> oh man i'm gonna send you my list and i feel like it's gonna be every single one that if i was an artist i would want to work with <laughs> that's awesome that's, man. that's awesome dude well thank you again for taking the time to do this yep. uh, i look forward to catching up with you again soon and uh i'm i'm ready to see what a live show is like with quentin oh dude you're gonna have a blast last <laughs> it's just gonna be fun <laughs> dope dope well thanks man and uh best of luck yep. with everything else
All right, man. Appreciate it. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.